The standing, the stand cast, the stand cast. We, we just stand and talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. I mean, it, it's a true window into how things really are because I mean, we do just you know, like that's all we do pretty much all day. That's what anybody that you know comes over, do they're you, like, dude, do, are you going to sit down? No, I'm no. good. It's and a, do you know why <laughs> this is going to? Th- this will probably be a great segue into the show is because of the fact not having cell phones and mm-hmm. smartphones. Think about it. When we were kids. And we had our game systems. Most boys our age, no matter what, you know, well, everybody had, you know, mm. a game system, but yeah, some, for, some sort of form. Right. Yeah. But up until I, I think we figured out the one day I forget it was like the place or I think it was the Xbox was the first wireless controller. So you only had X amount of feet of cord. You had to stand and play a video game and, you know, to the TV. Right. So I think that just like our generations, like we stand a lot because it's what we did as kids because, well, that's what we had to do for entertainment. Yeah. I, I would say that there's definitely some truth to that. Um, I mean, I don't want to say, yeah, I was just saying that that's funny that it comes to like, yeah. You know. Well, cause think about it. It's like, you know, th- there was this specific, like, you know, unconscious or subconscious thing that you had to have when, especially playing the N64, because dude, like if you pulled on those uh, controllers, just like just enough, dude, there was not a lot of friction holding that stuff no. in and it would just like, pop out. Like right. you're playing Turok and you freak out or whatever. And never you pull played it. Back. Oh, oh, dude, it's great. But uh, <laughs> um, nevertheless, so uh, yeah. So tonight is about uh, life before cell phones. Yeah. Not, well, not smartphones. Well, sorry. Yeah. Smartphones. Yeah. Again, we need to reiter- reiterate is that this is not life before phones, life before Cell phones. This is life before smartphones. Correct. Um, when do you think was the first time that you uh, like actually had like your own cellular device? Just to kind of get us started, like how cellular old device? Yeah, just just in general. Like let's not let's not start with smartphones uh, just yet. I was. I think I was probably. I was like eighteen, and mm. the, the reason I remember that is I was dating somebody at the time. I was freshly working at Burger King and I was at the mall and one of the kiosk guys got me. And that that's how that's how <laughs> oh it, my God, it was the mall. Oh my. It was the Nokia uh like brick phone that had like the gummy like uh green highlighted uh numbers on it and you could play okay. centipede on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought it was so cool. Yeah, and so that was still around the time of like you had to like hit numbers to text. Yeah, and dude, like, it yeah. was fucking awful. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure my first text message was to Brad McCurdy. Oh, really? I'm almost positive. <laughs> yeah, it's, dude, okay. Um, I don't know whether or not it was on purpose or not, but um, mom and dad did not give me a cell phone until I think I was, like, maybe, like, 15 or 16. And sure. And I remember thinking to myself, like, you know, like, I'm such a good boy. Like, it's one of those where it's, like, I only wanted one just in case, like, you know, if I was out and about and, like, needed to, you know, call for a ride or needed something or whatever, like, I wasn't into it to be like, you know, oh, I want to be a stereotypical teen to get one. Sure. And I got it on Christmas morning. It was in my stocking. And I remember like sitting down, you know, to open up gifts and everything. And my stocking started buzzing out of nowhere. And I, I was like, what, what is that? And dad looked at me. He's like, you better pick it up. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, go get it. Like, so I took it off. It was heavy. It was crazy. But um, the, the stocking, not the phone. The phone was actually, you could like chuck it like, across wait, the room. I was like, what kind of so, phone did you get a Zach Morris I, I got one of those really big phones that were in Vice City. You know, yeah, so it's like yeah. carrying it on my hip at school, you know, so no. But uh, um, so yeah, like it's, it's weird because I was introduced to the whole like, all right, cool. I've got an accessibility in my hands that I did not have prior. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I think that that's kind of like the core of like what 
eventually happened was that it's like, you know, we went from, you know, again, typing on, you know, numbers to make letters to now it's, we upload TikToks, we check our bank statements. We do all these things. Like actually it's, it's such a strange thing. My, my era was actually a little before that. My era was pagers. Oh my God. I forgot about pagers. Oh so my <laughs> I begged, I begged and begged and begged and begged and begged to have one. And I, I only had one for like a few months at one point, like, like really later as a teenager, like kind of right before the uh, cell phone. But mm -hmm. yeah, the pagers were my era as far as like the first thing that you had. Yeah. And, but it was still just like you said, pay phones were a thing back then. And you would, like <laughs> people had like codes and stuff that they would like send you or like, mm -hmm. excuse me, like they, they would send you or like, you know, like what they wanted or Dude, it was a crazy time because I remember playing basketball just down the road here, you know, all my life as a kid and everybody had their pagers and there would be times where people were like, whoa, 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 time, time, time. And go, all right, it's my bitch. I got to go. Like, you yeah, know? right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Oh, geez. But yeah. then it did progress into all this. And then now we have these amazing devices that kind of control us on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the, the biggest thing for me now is that. I try so hard not to be one of those people that are so dependent on this thing, mm -hmm. but I am like my whole life like revolves around this. It is my device to, you know, call people if I'm an emergency. It is my device to, you know, when I'm bored, it's the device that shoots my YouTube video. Like mm -hmm. it, it goes beyond just being a phone anymore. Yeah. yeah. So this yeah. is going to be a, a kind of interesting conversation tonight. Yeah. Um, I think that kind of where my mind is at thinking about this is that, you know, like we talked about this before, you know, the podcast was that, you know, like, okay, what, you know, time frame are we talking here as far as like, you know, when it comes to like when cell phones and more importantly, how we're connected through them or sorry, smartphones, like how we're, I'm going to make that mistake all night, but mm -hmm. it's like that, you know, idea of just like, okay, cool. Like, you know, when, when did it become normal? for somebody to have a large phone with a screen that yeah. didn't obstruct your pocket so much. And really it's the nineties and the two thousands. Like it's right. th that's, that's specifically like what you were talking about was that it's like, that's the time frame that we could really pinpoint and think about that. Coming to about 2010. Yeah. Yes. Roughly I would say, give or take a few years, but right. yeah. you know, it's, th this is, this is kind of interesting because I, I see kids now, I see teenagers now and what they do and don't do. And it's kind of crazy because I think I'm by far old, but I am older. And the fact that, you know, you always hear those, you know, the older generation, like back in my day, <laughs> we didn't have none of that shit. Like, but yeah, right. Yeah, we, we didn't, but really all it is, is one thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's sad that a lot of these kids grow up without doing just some of the fun things that we did as kids or that we had because these things didn't exist. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it just be riding your bike for hours on end until you got that one ramp jump right or whatever it was. Yeah. Or you were outside be beating a video game or whatever it mm -hmm. is, is that there is just a lot that I feel like kids don't do anymore. And it is because of this. They are so focused on phones and just video games. Mm -hmm. We had those. Right. But it wasn't the same still. No, it wasn't. Would you agree that like in the 90s and early 2000s that 
video gaming and how it like took over people's lives was not the same as it is now. No, it's, I think that again, like it, it all kind of circles back to this whole connectivity thing, because think about it is that like the peak of my, you know, gaming experience as a kid, you know, it started off with the Nintendo 64 and, you know, but again, it was like, I wasted many hours on that thing just by myself. Then we move quite a, you know, quite a bit into the future. And it's like, okay, now we have call of duty and there's people that are playing with, you know, like there's Canadians that are playing with people from the Netherlands. There's right. people that are playing. Right. With, it's like this weird thing started to happen where it was like, I know this is kind of becoming more about video games, but I think that it's, it, it is, it's the truth though. It's like, there's this, this thing that happened where it's like all of a sudden everything was just connected mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, cool. So it's like, I can play with my friend, you know, in this place or whatever. Like, so clearly you're going to, you know, sink more time right. to play with your friend. That's, you know, that's super far away. And then it's like getting into the whole, like, like the tech thing, like it's just tech did nothing but get better. Right. And it's, and it's weird how it's like almost kind of like how we've progressed. Like you, you think about like stuff that was invented, like the light bulb and like all this stuff. It's like, it's really not been that long in the grand scheme of things, no. especially if you look at it through an evolutionary standpoint, because it's like, you have millions of years that, you know, we've, we've come to this point or whatever. And then now it's like, okay, there's been thousands and in increments of those mm -hmm. thousands of like what's happened. And it's like, Oh shit. Like, humanity's kind of figuring some stuff out, but you know, in a way it's also limiting because it's like, it's, there's a part of me that looks at it and thinks that it's almost like Jeff Goldblum. It's like, you thought about so much about how you could is that you didn't think about whether or not you should. Right. So, yeah. Right. And yeah. the, the thing is, is that even, you know, having, having devices like this, you know, they, they do, like I said, they do kind of control our day to day, but it's the fact that I think that irritates me as well, but even though I'm one of the, those people is that you go from doing this to then immediately over here to a TV, a video game or whatever <laughs> yes, it is, yes. all yeah. you're doing is staring at a screen anymore. So before not smartphones, but, or yes, before smartphones, mm -hmm. you know, we, we were forced in a way, but we were conditioned to be able to do other things. We could sit in a house for hours and not have a cell phone or a smartphone or a computer yeah. and be just fine. Now, okay, so let me ask you this. I want you to go back to a time when you knew for a fact that smartphones were not a thing. What did a normal night look for you or look like for you? I was going like, to say, like, you know like, what? Like, let's, let's look at like almost like from the moment that you would wake up or maybe even just like the evening if you want to keep it simple. Like what, like, what did you do? Like, like what music? <laughs> Yes. Music. Yeah, yes. So if, if I'm being, if I'm being completely honest, it would be nor, normal shit, but let, let, let's say like summertime, like when you don't have to go to school and it's your whole day, when you like revolve around your phone now, I would get up, do the normal thing. And then probably either see if somebody was wanting to go play some basketball or whatever. But towards my end of my day, it would be more so in the fact of I remember one of the things was always watching the the library close with mom. Oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. And yeah. it was just it was one of those things like you looked forward to those things. It was like, "Oh my god," you know, and then when you forget like, "Oh shit," you know, yeah. but having having not a phone in front of you gave you a whole different world of things you could do. Mm -hmm. I had so much fun as a kid that I'm actually glad I didn't have this as a kid. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot to be said about like, like you just said your day to day, but 
Yeah, it would. I would get up. I would play with my friends. I would listen to music all day. I would mm-hmm. hide it from mom. Oh, because, yeah, 100%. Because yeah. I wasn't allowed to listen to certain things, and that was kind of like my day was dodging all of that. And then still getting to listen to the songs I wanted to. You're just a musical acrobat. Like just, yeah. yeah. And, but that, that yeah, was yeah. basically yeah, my yeah. day. That was my YouTube. That was my, you know, uh, Pandora. Mm-hmm. So I still do the same thing as an adult for the most part. I listen to a lot of music. Yes, it's on my cell phone, but that's like what it is now. I don't right. need a Walkman. I don't need a Discman. Yes, a fucking Walkman. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, but it's just, it's odd to me on how much it's just grown and kind of zombified everybody. No pun intended for Ronnie, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so difficult because I think about, you know, being a kid and, you know, it's like, yeah, like the big thing was, you know, parents would kick you out. Like, not yes. you, no, go, go away for five hours. Go. Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. Just they come didn't back give a alive. Shit what we did. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, it's. In a good way, I mean. It, I never understood it as a kid because it was one of those where it was like, no, what if I don't want to? Like, it's like, well, like I, I don't want to be outside. I was outside all day yesterday. Like, I want to be inside. <laughs> and yeah. as an adult, like, you know, I'm not a parent, but I look at it where it's like, you need to go. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. I, like I just got off of work. I need a few hours to collect. Like, I will see you at dinner. Like, yep. it's like that. Like, it makes sense now. And it's like, there's almost like a structure of life that like shifted like it's it doesn't happen anymore um it's because it's like it's like man i i spent so much time watching movies um playing video games uh you know there was even times like i actually read books guys like like that that happened nerd i know it's like i read all of well not all of harry potter i read of all the way to the last book and then stopped for whatever reason i think time (laughs) anyway but uh so no but like i i was i was a reader at one point and you know it was i was the kid that was kind of glued glued to a screen even when you know it's like there was a time when like screens weren't as as like easily accessible Mm -hmm. so my i guess my way of life never changed in a way but mm. it's but what's interesting is that it's like i still was going outside and still was doing things so it's just it's 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 hard because a lot of the best memories that i have as a kid was kind of like having like stand by me moments okay and like you know being out in the woods and like you know building forts and you know pretending to you know like we did like you know like as a kid i remember like being i was maybe i was like 9 or something but there was a friend of ours that had a bunch of camouflage that we could wear and like, we would like do war stuff. We had weapons. It was like, no, I want the phaser gun this time or whatever. So it's like, <laughs> you know, cause I mean, it's all bullshit. It means nothing. You're not shooting anything, but it was like, it was, you know, imagination pretending. And like, even the kids at school that were, you know, maybe above that or like what you would think, like whenever they would get home, that's what they would do. Yeah. It's like they, they had to utilize their imagination outside. And it was so interesting. And it's like more so now looking back on it and, I just, I don't know, man, like there's something just so sacred about that. Like there it's, you know, I have a lot of really good and a lot of, you know, bad memories, like, you know, with yeah. those things, but in the same hand as that, cause I mean, I was a kid that was bullied and like, you know, so like nothing sure. was perfect, but in the same hand is that when everybody that you were hanging out with, when you were on the same page and you were like in it, there was something about that that cannot yep. be replicated anywhere else. It's, it's so, it's so insane. Do you know that the, I think friendships were a lot stronger back then? I know that sounds corny, 
But at the same time, like, again, I, I see some of these kids, you know, as far as, you know, raising some of my own as, you know, stepchildren or whatever. But, mm -hmm. you know, they, this is this is what they do. They have it in their face. And then when they set it down, it's onto a video game or it's onto mm -hmm. this like outside doesn't really exist to them anymore. Mm -hmm. So your friendship, I feel like doesn't get as strong with other people because you're not out doing things like me and Jake would do or you right. and Luke would do or, mm -hmm. you know, it's like. There, there was this, like you said, like bond almost that you had. Mm -hmm. Now it's just, do you want to come over and watch this with me? Do you want to come over and play this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. We did that too. Right. But we did other things. And I, I think it's just because maybe we had to be more creative, <laughs> you know, as yeah. far as like what to do on, on a day-to-day -day basis. <clears throat> but I remember building a treehouse at like 16 years old. <laughs> Do kids even know what a treehouse even is anymore? Probably not. But that's <laughs> right. the thing is yeah. that we were well past being yeah. needing a treehouse, but me and Jake fucking did it. We smoked right. some dirt weed and wanted to build a treehouse. Like, <laughs> so like we got boards and some hammers. Let's go. Yeah, that's like, basically right. what it was, but like yeah. we had fun. We, we had fun. Like th that was the thing is that I think fun now is completely different than what it used to be. And that's mm -hmm. sad. Here's an interesting thought, and I'm gonna get this guy's name wrong, so I'm not even gonna not even gonna try. But um, he was on uh, Joe Rogan. He uh, was the one that talked about Anthony Bourdain. He was one mm. that got emotional. Uh, that gentleman in particular, he actually um, has lived an incredible life, like living over like with tribes and like learning like what human beings actually do. Like he's explored the world, and it's interesting about this because it's it's almost kind of like a human psychology thing. Is that it's like when you have nothing you then become creative to find fun. Right. And from what I remember, there was a moment that he was laying down to go to sleep and everybody has like their huts or their tents or like whatever they're like, all the families know all the people are sleeping in. And he started hearing noises like, like, or like just like different things. And it was all the men were making each other laugh. It was like they were just making funny, <laughs> stupid noises just like because of like, you know, hey, like, let's see if we can get, you know, so-and-so to like to bust tonight as far yeah. as like, or like see if we can get him laughing. Like, and it was so cool how he said it is that he's like, they have nothing else. They have each other. Right. They have themselves. And see? it's like you have to like it's it's so incredible that it's like there's people that exist on this planet that still have that magic. And it's so like so amazing to have that. And like it reminds me like whenever like there are days that I'm heavily on my phone, but there are days that I push my phone away or I do put it on do not disturb or like whatever, like it in a way, like it makes me scared to do it mm. because like, it, I know that that comes from a lot of like personal anxiety for like many different reasons, but it's one of those where it's like, we went from growing up in the nineties, having a landline that if, yeah. it, if it rang, we knew to pay attention to it because it was more than likely a parent from work or mom <laughs> would call from like, you know, uh, from, uh, from the office or yeah. dad would call or whatever. Like, that was kind of what shaped our day. Unless if we knew that like a grandparent was coming over that day mm -hmm. to pick us up or like, you know, whatever, like we are so connected now that it's one of those that when we disconnect, there's this, that that's like, weird. It's dude. It's, yeah. it, it's like more so like when I was in a relationship, it would be kind of impossible for me to do that because I'm somebody that wants to be connected all the time sure. and I want to be engaged. But in the same hand, even now, like I find myself doing it and like, that's not even the point anymore. It's like, there's this thing that allows me to know exactly when Joey sends me a guitar video or like when, you know, like Mike and I are talking about, you know, different things like, you know, with the deadheads or like whatever, mm -hmm. like it's just, it's so weird. And it's just, it's, it's, 
something that I've tried to kind of overcome because I know that I don't want to rely on my phone completely because I am one of those people. It sucks. It's, but it's one of those where it's like, man, like I try to remember where like, it's like the whole idea of like the whole treehouse thing, but it's like George Carlin being like, yeah, he's like, like kids went outside and played with a stick. Do kids even play with a stick anymore? Like, right. no, like they, like they, they don't have that imagination. Like your stick is no longer a shotgun or a wand. It's, yeah. it's, it's a stick off a tree. You're going to throw it in the woods. Like it's, you crazy. know, I, I, I think that, we were we were really blessed with the fact of growing up in the you know I grew up in the mid you know, mid to late eighties nineties and early two thousands mm-hmm. like and you got the nineties and two thousands that I I feel like those generations were the last ones that got to have that kind of freedom mm-hmm. and I'm kind of thankful that I that I like I said that I grew up like that that the nineties and two thousands were probably yeah because I grew up in them but they were the fucking best. I would not take those decades yeah. back for anything. No. Because no, no. The, the, just the fun that I had because of that fact, <clears throat> I didn't have that kind of technology, mm-hmm. was something awesome. And the fact that, okay, I grew up with in, in the fact of a neon uh, uh, sweatpants right. and suits. Come, come on now. <laughs> Windbreakers. Man, we got... Um, excuse me. What was it? Uh, like, even... Like, when I think about it, like, I think of, uh, you know... Uh, like crisscross or like things like that. Where oh, it's yeah. Like, like, you know, the saggy pants and like, you know, the, the stylization of things. And like, it's like, there's something about the nineties and the two thousands. And we've talked about this a little bit on another podcast, so I'm not going to go like, you know, balls deep into it, but there's something about, especially the two thousands era. Like there was something very special about the fact that like the two thousands just did not give a shit <laughs> like you you have things like again like you have like fear the tv show on mtv where people were yeah. sent into a haunted place scariest places on earth hosted by linda blair who played um you know fucking uh uh the exorcist like you know you have um the masked magician like all these different oh, things oh like, i love that like, dude, it's it's so insane like it is fucking david blaine david david blaine shows up chris angel <laughs> chris like you know like, angel. I, I think he even came up on the first podcast but <laughs> nevertheless it's like Are there's the, right <laughs> dude that scared the shit out of me <laughs> night. i'm not going to go into the, de- the details of that night maybe we'll talk about it in another podcast but uh um no but it's it's just interesting where it's like the more and more that we've gotten connected you know i, I think that it kind of like you know spreads into the idea of that it only takes one tweet for everybody in the world to know something. Yep. It only takes, you know, one mistake for everybody to know that about you. It only yep. takes like, it's all these different things. Everybody has a camera now. Yes. And it's, that's, there's advantages and there's disadvantages to mm-hmm. that. So it's like, okay, like if this is reality, then, you know, should I be worried about what I post? Should I, you know, be concerned about what I'm going to do and what I'm going to say? Like guys, like we don't record every conversation that we have. Right. And, and, and by the way, Nobody does. And if you do, that's weird. But it's like, but it's just, yeah, it's, what are you paranoid about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, but, uh, no, but uh, it's just, it's interesting because I find myself more and more like, you know, trying to be careful with what I say and what I do. Right. Um, Almost in general. So I don't know if that's like, you know, made me kind of like soft in that aspect, but I, but there's also like a level of like respect I try to have with that too, because I understand that we are connected in such an insane way. You know, again, with with all of the platforms that are out there and, you know, especially with the power of cell phones and stuff now mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I've often wondered, is the world more fucked up than it was when we were kids or do we just see it more? 
this, not, yes. not, be, not because we're just adults, but because, like I said, everybody has a camera now. Mm-hmm. Everything, like, is there really more crime and racism and all this stuff? Or is it just the same right. as it always has been? It's just documented way more now. Mm-hmm. Because, like you said, it's almost like this this reality of where people see something happening and they just, they, they automatically record instead of helping whatever scenario that, that, that is happening. Yes, yeah. So it's... There is something to be said about that, but going back to the whole uh, camcorder thing, not to be funny, but you know, we everybody does have one. Remember when it was like a goddamn delicacy that you had a like family video game? <laughs> they were this fucking big. Dude, it was like that, like you had to build almost like like shoulder strength yeah. to hold the fucker. Like it was, just, you know, yeah. and it, it was just one of those things where it, <laughs> dad had one. <laughs> yeah, it, that yeah. was like a luxury yeah. that you know now everybody is just fucking spoiled. With the fact that we can walk around and film a fucking movie on our phone now. Yeah. Like a real movie. Yeah. If you have the right stuff to edit it, you can film a fucking movie off of an iPhone or a Samsung now. And that's ridiculous. It's it's insane. <laughs> no wonder nobody wants to do anything else but sit on their phone. Seriously. Yeah. They got us. Yeah. They got us. They do. And it's this is also where I try to... Um, I try to avoid it as much as possible. And again, even when I'm not on my, you know, my phone, I am playing a game. I am, you know, uh, writing something or I'm, you know, editing or I'm, uh, you know, designing or whatever. So like, but the, you just said three other things that didn't consist of a video game or, or right. your phone. Now, granted, some of it is technology, right. but think about that though. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's, I know that I never want to use the excuse of this is just how things are. So I'm just going to, you know, like, you know, follow suit. But in the same hand, it's like, okay, like, you know, every functionality that I have now, as you said, like they've got us like, you know, that it's, you know, I pay my bills. I don't go to city hall to pay my water bill. Nope. I do it online. online. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's so interesting that, you know, it's like that what these devices have done now what I will say is I want to shift gears into the positives because there are sure. some very good things about this is that let's take the negative side out of it okay. of what you could post um, or what you can do with your phone. Um, I actually <laughs> uh, had my mind blown when I realized I could download Roller Coaster Tycoon and play it <laughs> on my phone. Right. And I did it for a long flight, like for work. And I was like, yeah, like something to play on the plane. And it blew my mind even more when I was able to cast my phone to the TV <laughs> and then play roller coaster tycoon and just like do my thing. Like it was like, I could just look at what I was doing. Like, Oh sweet. Awesome. Like it was almost like having like a controller in my yeah, hands. Yeah. And that's like, there's some, there's some really incredible stuff. Like the fact that yes, I can talk to whoever I want. I can video chat. Whoever I was I just want. about to say like, that. It's, yeah. It's, it's nice to have that connectivity, but in the same hand is that, you know, how often do we even utilize that? So it's like, it's, it's, it kind of has like that give and take, but it's like, there's, there are some good things. Like there, there's some awesome stuff that's happening. Do you know, do you know what's really funny is, is that I, the, the, the positive as far as like what you just stated is that, you know, you can really get a hold of anybody at any time. You can video chat at any, you know, anybody for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. wherever they live or, you know, whatever. And that's great. The problem is, is that, Somebody can always fucking find me. <sighs> yeah. And and so yeah. not to go back to a negative, it's just the fact of <laughs> it's the truth. It, yeah. But that's just it, is it's like, damn it, man. Like you don't really have an excuse anymore to not answer something. 
Well, yeah, and it's so that goes back to where you were talking about the just shutting off. I don't hardly text and talk to people. I don't. Right. I really don't. Right. But yeah, it's just the fact that I can be found at any given time of day. Yeah. That pisses me off. <laughs> I like my solitude. Yes. Um so yeah, the roller coaster tycoon thing was really cool. And it's it's one of those where it's like, you know, even looking at um the ability to excuse me, check YouTube whenever we need to Mm -hmm. and stay engaged. Like there's a connectivity that, you know, we've not had before. And it's like, this is about life before, you know, smartphones. But now it's one of those where it's like, we have to come to a point where it's like, we're accepting this thing. And it's like, we already have. And I don't know, like being able to just connect with an audience is just so much easier now. Think about it. The production that is in this room right now, if we would have done this in the 90s, there's no way. There's no way. We would have had to had to have taken out a significant loan, sold a body part, and then make that happen. And it's like, it doesn't necessarily mean that the 90s didn't have magic in that aspect because there was a way to do it. But now it's so simple, a lot of people can do it. It's not Correct. that everybody can do it because it's like, you know, you have to be able to do it well. <laughs> so, but in the same hand is that it's like, nah, man, like there's something really special about that now where it's like, if you got the stuff, you can make it happen. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's awesome. Like, yeah, like how exciting, so, like, you know, like yeah. that's, you know, when, when people think that, you know, YouTube and things like that are maybe I don't want to say not like hard, but expensive it can be but like Mm -hmm. you just said with the way that you know phones are utilized the lighting that we have the things that you can do it's not the same as it was back then Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right but at the same time if you go back in time being able to see or do those things it was super special yeah now absolutely now youtubers like us are a dime a dozen you know uh you you know uh, directors and you know um people that, you know, do film and stuff that right, ev- right. everybody does that now. Mm-hmm. And not that it's not that it's a flooded culture, but it's just the fact of you really had to be involved to, and, and like, like you said, had the budget and all this stuff to do it. Mm-hmm. So those, those eras, I, th- that's why I think movies were the best for me. TV shows were the best for me. Hell, even music The the technology was, you had to be a professional. Yes. You had to be a, so it was like not idolizing, but you kind of idolize those people where it's like, wow, look at this, you know, listen to this. So that's why I like my time growing up without, you know, a smartphone was because I got to focus on so much more stuff. And then the people that did do those things, they were the masters at it. Yes. So, yeah, I think that, um, there's something that specifically stays, it stays in my mind so much. And uh, we're going to go to Time Warner Cable, okay? (laughs) The video streaming service that barely worked, that was always choppy. uh, I don't know if it was just our location or whatever, but it's like, again, like, guys, you know, it's easy to watch Netflix and Hulu and Peacock and everything on your, you know, cell phone now. And I I also want to, I want you to think about this too, is that think about some of your favorite music videos that you love watching. Um, think about, you know, the different, uh, you know, TV shows that, you know, Mm -hmm. like you're like, oh man, I can't wait to watch this. We lived in a world where we were at the mercy of whatever MTV put out. Yep. Whatever cable was, was doing at that point of like, okay, everybody loves Raymond is on sweet. Okay. But then after that friends is on, okay, like, cool. I just, then I have to be in front of my TV and I'm that, that is what I'm doing tonight. Yep. You were committed when time Warner cable 
brought up their whole like music section that you could finally just watch music videos. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it was gold. It was gold. Like speaking of sneaking music, I would actually wake up like an hour early. Like when I knew that dad went to bed and mom was getting up, I had like this golden hour. And I remember I would watch Slipknot videos. That's funny. And watch it on like two on the volume. Then like try to like listen to it and just like, yeah, so, like it just it's it was this thing where it's like yeah. I didn't understand, you know, how easy this stuff was going to be accessible to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, how easy it was going to be at my fingertips later. And one of the things that really stood out to me was that I don't know this gentleman's name, but um he was kind of this old, like, hippie-looking dude, kind of almost had, like, hair in his face, and he had his guitar with his button-up shirt, and it was a guitar lesson on Time Warner Cable. Mm, okay. And I remember clicking on it, and it was um, the first song that he taught was Should I Stay or Should I Go? And he was like, yeah, he's like, legend has it that he, that he took a knife and put it into the speaker and cut it. That's how he got the raw sound that he did. Nevertheless, we're going to be using this today. <laughs> I'll teach you how to play it. And it's like he, like, there were interviews with him and being like, yeah, like, my father grew up, you know, in Southern Gospel Roots. So he's like, that's where I learned all my music. And that's how I became a guitarist. And, like, he just, it was so interesting. And, like, he went through every single section of how to play the song, uh, even uh, Smoke on the Water. He taught how to play the, the very basic, like, you know, uh, riffs for it and then he was like yeah it's it's in g sharp or whatever it is and he's like solo over it do whatever you want but he's like but this is how you play it and they would end it with a performance of him playing it and then his buddy on the mic and singing it Mm. so it showed you practically what he did and how he uh, how you can use it so at that time that was all that i had to learn how to play guitar and it was books. It was, you know, my, my buddy Dennis, you know, like a, a dad's friend, you know, it's like, you know, him, like, you know, like showing me because like he played speed metal for years and like he learned that in the, you know, the 70s and 80s, like before there were ever, you know, there was ever like any kind of tech, like there was something so cool about that where it was like, nah, dude, like I got to watch this and retain all this information. Right. I got to take notes like it was not is easy to pick it up and go, all right, let me just type in how to play, you know, this. Exactly. It just, dude, like Time Warner Cable was such a pain in the ass. And it, but it was just like, dude, like that, that kind of like, it put it in perspective for me when we were talking about this and thinking about this episode was that that was a big thing that stuck out to me was I was like, dude, like I can look up any clip of of (laughs) almost any TV show, any movie or whatever, like on the internet in general, not just on YouTube. Right. And you can find it. Yeah. It wasn't like that then, man. Like, it was just like, oh, my God. Like, it's like, oh, but the X-Files is on tonight. And it's the episode with this. Oh, you, dude, hell yes. Yeah, like, you yeah. had yeah, you had to, like, like you said, you were at the mercy of that. Yeah. And it's just, it's so crazy that that was just, we, we didn't know any different. That was just how we lived. It's how we grew up. And, you know, that's why I said I feel like we grew up in the last great generations of, of kids and teenagers because mm-hmm. we didn't have this device that just took over. And like I said, there, there is a lot of benefits to it. You know, there are a lot of great things about, you know, smartphones and stuff, but mm-hmm. a lot of downfall too, but we're both victim of it. Of you course, know, it's of just, course. There, yeah. there, there's no way around it, no matter how hard you try. That's why, you know, when like, you know, we're talking to Meg with the kids and stuff where it's like, you know, you got to find this balance mm-hmm. where it's like, you can't, not let him have the phone because, you know, well, it's like, okay, we'll go watch TV. Well, that's what he was doing on his phone. Right. Yeah. It's like, so where, where does it end? And, you know, it's like, not every kid is like that where they might be doing a bunch of shit other than watching TV, but there there's, 
it's just a fine line that didn't used to be there. And now they've just made one. Yeah. And it just threw this whole wrench into society that it just kind of like, well, you either go one way or the other. You either use it for the good or you kind of use it in 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 a bad way. So it's like, what do you do? Well, it's, I think that what really infuriates me whenever I see it, because it's something that, you know, I've done before because I know that like, okay, like right now, my cell phone is in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I have notifications from YouTube and there's something on Twitter. Let's make sure it's not uh, NF. All right, we're good. Uh, So so, (laughs) I don't know when this is coming out, but NF and Ronnie still have not dropped their stuff. So anyway, um, so it's like, yes, I have this cell phone in my pocket at all times. And I'm not going to lie. I totally forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> I had it. What were we talking about? Cause I feel like I was, I was onto something. It was, it was really good. Oh, the fact that, you know, the last generation, as far as like, you know, you can either use it for good or bad. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that we, you know, that it, uh, it kind of just changed, like put that like wrench into society. So, okay. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. This is why Eric is here. Thank you so much. So, so it took forever to get out of my pocket. And then I was like, oh, I got a spinning thingy and I should probably show them that. No, I won't. So, um, okay, we're good. Um, right now, this cell phone is face down. Yes. I remember seeing this picture that said like it was, I don't know if it was the perspective from a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, but it was just like his phone's upside down. What's he hiding from me or whatever? Like, and it was oh, like geez. this like kind of thing. And it's like, nah, dude, my phone, my cell phone is down because you have my attention. Right. Like that's something that I've always tried to make sure is that it's like, I, I'm terrible at it in the worst moments. But what I've tried to do is that it's one of those where it's like, if I'm having a conversation with a friend and there's a very serious, like, you know, subject matter or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like, nah, dude, I'll throw it over on the couch or whatever. Like, nah, dude, yeah. this can wait. It's anything that's on this phone is going to be here. When I look at it two hours from now, this can wait. And there's a part of me that looks at that. And it's like, there are some people that genuinely think that way. Now let's be clear. There are some people that that do have shit to hide on their phone. I get that. But it's just, it's so weird that it's like when you go against the grain on that, because I don't know if it's just because of my upbringing or whatever, but it's like, nah, dude, like, like I've just always been somebody that when I speak to somebody, I'm, I'm looking at them, right. you know, it's, I'm engaged. Like no matter what I am doing, I am engaged with what they're saying. And I don't know, like it just, it really kind of grinds my gears because it's one of those where it's like, man, like, are we that conditioned to the point to where it's like, we start to get paranoid because somebody isn't looking at their phone. Yeah. Like it just, it's, yeah, it's kinda. so weird. Like I'm, let me ask you this to kind of like bring everything to a, you know, solid ending here is that this was a question that I wanted to ask you. And I want you to think about this in a perfect world, no matter what that means for this to happen. That means I have a gigantic <laughs> uh, yacht collection. That's it. Yes. That's, uh, no, but uh, um, I want you to imagine that you have one week where you don't need your phone for anything for this seven days, seven 24 hour periods, you do not need your cell phone and you can do and go anywhere that you want and you will not be um, interrupted at all. What would you do? Oh man. Like let's throw the cell phone thing away. Let's say that like, it's almost like you're living the nineties in the two thousands. Right. I was going to say, I would honestly, man, I would either, I would still either go somewhere like, I don't want to, not camping, but I would probably go somewhere like 
like the woods and you know like maybe like a like a log cabin or something and i never used to think like that as a kid but now it's it's maybe it is because the fact that i'm surrounded by cell phones and technology all the time but like just that peace have some beers Mm -hmm. you know have a fire you know cook my food that I caught or whatever. Like, honestly, yeah, that is, or I would probably go to like, still like Ireland. If I could just be uninterrupted. Yeah. Like I'll be back in seven days. Yeah. Like it's Un- just, uninterrupted. Like my week. Yeah. I can go, I can go drink, eat food, go see sites. Now I would want to be able to take photos and stuff, but I, I get what you mean. Like there's mm-hmm. no, there's no interruption with a cell phone or, you know, stuff like that. that yeah. It's, I'm very simple. You're on a very, um, what I would say is on the communication aspect, you were on a mega do not disturb for that week. Yeah. Like it's like that type of thing. Like, you know, do you, do you know that, you know, with the, with the growth of Riker road and with, you know, things that come with that is that, you know, we both take care of different things on the show, but Mm -hmm. what happens to me anymore and we're by far anywhere near Anything on YouTube on, you know, like a YouTube standard, but my phone is going off all day long. My phone, if it, it, if it's not Instagram, people messaging me or asking me something or us or YouTube comments are coming through and then, you know, the copyrights come through and then it's emails and then it is people texting me and then my work wants to know stuff. And then it's like, my phone doesn't fucking stop anymore. Yeah. At all. And I know that comes with the territory. I'm not complaining. Well, I am. But what I mean is, is that just being honest, this is what it's, it's like. It's just that it's not even to like a, a high caliber. And I think about that. Mm-hmm. I think about the fact that I kind of went away from my phone. Like you just said, like seven days, but I can't. Right. I can't. Whether it's something with my children, whether it's something with a family member, whether it's something mm-hmm. with YouTube, whether it's something with like, I have to have it. Yeah. And that's what I hate. And yeah. that that's what I hate. But as, as far as to, to wrap up my, you know, I would travel or, or just go be. So, so you, would you see it almost like you're, you're kind of unplugging completely? Like you're, 100%. you're, you're not even being in a normal conventional house. Like you don't got to be in a tent, but it's like, you know, it's like, no, dude, I'm going to go stay at a cabin in the middle of the woods yeah. and just not worry about anything. Correct. Just, you, know, you know, whether, I'm whether I'm what I want, whether I'm by myself or not, you know, yeah. Or a staycation. Like it's just, I, I mm-hmm. would do nothing. Like, honestly, I might, I might play some games or do whatever, but I think I would like literally do nothing. Yeah. And that's what like entices me. (laughs) I've, I've often thought about it and, um, the two places that I've wanted to move to, um, and again, I understand that there's a level of like, you know, money you have to have to be able to live in a good place in Colorado, but it's like living out like in the actual country. And just like you, know, you have something like that, like I would love to be out there. Or personally, I really want to go to uh, to Iceland. Oh, Iceland, that's right. That's right. Iceland is uh, it's it's got a lot to do with Death Stranding, but it's just like, dude, like there's just so so many good like just looking landscapes there, mm-hmm. and just like being able to know that it's like cool. Like I got a cabin up here. And I'm on, you know, this cliff that looks out to the ocean, even though I'm tired of it or tired. I got tired of it, even though I'm uh, afraid of it. You know, it's I'm terrified of it. It's like, nah, dude, there's something beautiful about nature. Mm-hmm. There's something beautiful about, you know, creation. There's something like, you know, I said evolution earlier, but it's like there's something more magical about it. When you think about this, where it's like, nah, dude, like I get to just take all this in. And there's something even to be said about when you do camp. 
and when you're out in nature is that they've talked about that if your sleep schedule is screwed up, go sleep out in the woods. Do it for a few days. Mm. And what it does is that the night and day cycle, it actually takes care of you. It's like it, it conditions you to like wake up, like, you know, kind of like, you know, wind down whenever it gets dark and then you, your body wakes up whenever, you know, it's, mm. uh, it's light outside. Like it's stuff like that, that it's like, I would try to like put all that stuff together and be like, all right, cool. I want to try all these things. Right. Like, you know, I'm going to just enjoy my time. I'm probably going to make a fire every night, sit out on my back patio and just enjoy what I have. And, you know, I may read a book. I may, you know, uh, take my acoustic and just maybe, you know, see what comes out or whatever, mm -hmm. like just play some songs or whatever. I may record myself doing some things. I might make content when I'm there, but I'm not going to be connected. Right. It's right. Like, it's, it's something that I genuinely want and I've, I've wanted to do for a while. And uh, I don't know if I would ever do it to that severity of like, no one can get a hold of me or whatever, but it's like, <laughs> I've thought about like, no, nah, man, I'm going to get a little pup tent and I'm going to go to, you know, some, you know, whatever national park in a safe area that I know for a fact that there's no animals or, or whatever, like, cause I've seen missing 411. No. Uh, so, but, uh, it's like, no, nah, man, like I want to just enjoy it. And knowing that we even have the capability now to be able to make that happen. It just, it's us getting over ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's it's communicating and making sure that, you know, we have the ability to experience what it's like to essentially still be human is that right. there, there's, there's, there's a human tendency that I truly feel that has been kind of lost. And I think that it's not something that you have to, you know, go the whole, like, Oh, I'm a minimal uh, minimalist and I'm going to, you know, get rid of everything. It's like, no man, just center your gravity every now and then. Right. Right. Like, think about where you're at and think about, you know, just what you do on a daily basis. And, you know, if you run a lap every day around your block, Take a left instead of a right. Do something different. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, just like shake up the shit a little bit. It's like, you know, we're not here for a long time, but we're here for a decently good time. And that's only if we make it that way. So, yeah, man. That's fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> as we close up, uh, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to leave us with? Not really, other than just the fact of, you know, that this world, I think the older I get, I realize this world does need to slow down a little bit. And it is the fact of technology just kind of, you know, evolving as fast as it has. So, yeah, I think that's, yeah, just slow down a little bit. Yeah, well, I think that uh, tonight's conversation was good and we're going to bring it to a close. So uh, if you guys have been watching this long, we appreciate you. Um, definitely subscribe, like, um, follow us on whatever thing you want to, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Spotify or if it's YouTube or anything like that. We uh, really appreciate it. And uh we're excited for more content. I'm really happy that this worked out tonight. This yeah. was good. So, all right, guys, we're going to do our normal thing. So, Eric, toast the camera. Guys, thanks for hanging out with us, dorks. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> Cheers. Adios.